the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Brand new research out from the Public Religion Research Institute. They surveyed over 3,000 mainline Protestant churches, uh, the congregations and the clergy, the uh, pastors. Uh, The conclusion concerning the clergy is not surprising at all. Far, 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 far left politically. But their congregations, not so much. That's the puzzling thing. All right, let me get back to the actual study. Uh, The individual denominations concerning political ideology, conservative, moderate, or liberal. Okay, um, American Baptist churches, um, 56% of their clergy identify as conservative. Hmm. Have a hard time believing that, but that's what it says. 26% liberal. Uh, United Methodist. Yeah, this is the last of the mainline Protestant denominations that I had hope for. I don't anymore. Uh, But of the United Methodist Church, and again, we're talking clergy here, not congregation. Uh, 29% identify as conservative. 44% consider themselves liberal. Disciples of Christ, 19% conservative. 62% 62% liberal. ELCA, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, 12% conservative, 68% liberal. The PCUSA, 9% conservative, 70% liberal. The Episcopal Church, 11% conservative, 69% liberal. Down at the bottom of the list, the United Church of Christ, again, which is uh, Barack Obama's denomination, 6% conservative, 84% liberal. 84% liberal. Okay, as I said, that doesn't shock me or surprise me at all. Okay? What does surprise me, I don't know that it shocks me, but what surprises me is that according to this research, the people sitting in the pews or the chairs in these uber-liberal leftist denominations are not nearly as liberal as their pastor. Now, the uh, survey does not give us 
why? Let me speculate, all right? Let me speculate. And, and again, this is my speculation. Most, almost all mainline Protestant denominational churches are either completely dead or they're dying. Most of them are made up of senior citizens. There are very few young people involved in the mainline Protestant denominational churches. Very few. They're older churches, older congregations. And in many cases, and I know this firsthand, at least in many that I'm personally familiar with, the older folks in that congregation remember the good old days when the uh, congregation was growing, the congregation was alive and thriving, the denomination honored God, honored His Word. They remember those good old days, and they have wonderful memory of their church and their denomination. Now, they know something's wrong, but they are so ingrained in staying in their church that they've been in for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Uh, I was married here. My children were married here. My grandchildren were married here. Uh, They are so ingrained in the comfort of being in a particular church, and they are so embedded in the tradition of that church that the tradition sadly and unfortunately, takes precedence over Scripture. They know the church is wrong. They don't agree with it. They are much more conservative than their pastor, but they're not about to leave that church. It's their church. And, now let me get really honest. If it offends some of you, I'm sorry, but I'm telling the truth. Many of these smaller churches have adopted the attitude, this is the way we've done it. We've done it this way for 50 years, 60 years. We are not going to change. And they have an attitude of us for and no more. We don't want to grow. We don't want a bunch of young people coming in and messing up our church traditions. We don't want people uh, turning things around. We don't want people making us uncomfortable. And uh, as long as we can keep the lights on, we're here and we're not leaving. (laughs) Some of these churches go through pastors like people change their socks. I've seen that so many times. If you ask them about their personal convictions, about abortion, gay marriage, the family, they're still fairly conservative. Their denomination is not, and maybe their own pastor is not, but I'm not leaving. When um, when I first met Joy, I just immediately fell in love with her parents. She, Her mother and father were just two of the most incredible people I've ever known. They were part of the absolute foundation of of an American Baptist church up in Northeast Ohio. 
Uh, Joy's mother taught many of the classes. She was involved in probably every part of the ministry of the church. They had been in that church for a long, long time. And I mean, they were one of the most influential families in the entire church. There was no doubt about it. They had given their life to the church, particularly Joy's mother. Uh, This was their church. And there was probably no family in the entire church that was more involved and important as far as the whole church was concerned. This was back in the 60s, American Baptist Church. And they began to lean to the left. They started to compromise on the authority of Scripture. They began questioning the stories of Scripture, the the literal story of the flood and Adam and Eve and so on. Joy's mother and father talked to the pastor, the leadership of the church. It was clear that that church was going to continue heading in a leftward liberal direction, and they were not about to change. And Joy's parents made the decision we can't stay. We've been here for years. We love these people. We know them intimately. But our dedication to Scripture is far more important than our dedication to a denomination or an individual church. They didn't put up a big fight. They didn't cause a scene. They just quietly said, we can't stay here. We've got to go somewhere where they honor the Word of God. It was an incredibly difficult decision. But because of their deeply held religious, biblical convictions, they could not stand the compromise of the church that they love so dearly. I have just honored that commitment through the years. If there were more people like my mother and father-in-law, who now have been in heaven for a long time, these mainline denominations would shut their doors, and they should. All right, quick break. We'll return. wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a CrossPower weekend at crosspower.net. Yes, we would love to come to your church. Uh, we're going to be at First Southern Baptist Church in Johnstown, Ohio, this coming Sunday morning. Uh, we've never been there. Excited to be there. First Southern Baptist Church in Johnstown. Then the following weekend, we are doing a full cross-power weekend in Samantha, Ohio, at Bible Baptist Church of Samantha. I think technically it's in Leesburg, Ohio. Uh, But Saturday and Sunday, 
The following weekend, we will be down in Samantha, Ohio. Uh, we're gonna, we'll be taking about six hours on Saturday and then wrapping things up in Sunday school Sunday morning uh, in Samantha, Ohio, at Bible Baptist Church in Samantha. Uh, we have been booked almost every single week for many weeks, and we're thrilled. Uh, Joy and I want to be out ministering every weekend somewhere, and we would love to come to your church. Uh, probably now we should be looking at 2024, although we have a couple of weekends open in November and December. Not much, but a couple. Um, but we would love to talk to you about 2024, coming to your church. Go to crosspower.net, crosspower.net. Net. Um, I know I have upset a few of you by stating what I believe, and this is the reason I say it. I don't listen. I hope you've listened long enough and you know me well enough. I never, ever say anything just to be controversial. If you have a talk show, you're supposed to do that. Whether you believe it or not, you just say it. It's controversial, lights up the phone lines, and uh, no, never, 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 never. Now, do I say things that are controversial? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Do I do it to be controversial? No. I do it because I believe it's true, and it's something that we need to discuss and we need to talk about. And today, if you're conservative, you're controversial. All right, now. I know I have upset some of you for what I believe is true. Donald Trump is not a true conservative. I don't think he ever has been. He is a populist and a pragmatist. He's a populist and he's a pragmatist. He does what he thinks will work. I I don't believe that Donald Trump is a man of deep conviction. I really don't. Now, does he have convictions? Yeah, I think he does. But I don't think it is his deep convictions that motivate him. He's looking at what sells, what works, and right now, what will get him elected, and, and what will be the best for America. I want to add that. I really believe he's doing things for what he thinks will be best for America. But again, from a pragmatic standpoint, not a conviction standpoint. Okay? That's what I believe about Donald Trump, and I think we're seeing more and more evidence of that. Well, does that mean that I'm Mm anti-Trump? Nope. Mean I wouldn't vote for him? Nope. Not saying that. I'm just being honest, and I think we need to be. I predicted a long time ago that Donald Trump would moderate on his abortion stance, and he has, and he's becoming more moderate, and he is alienating some of his most ardent supporters. He said that the heartbeat bill that so many of us here in Ohio fought for, fought for, fought for, well, they passed it down in Florida. Donald Trump said that was a terrible thing. 
The heartbeat bill? Why? Because it's not popular. It had nothing to do with conviction. And then he said this. Let me read the quote quickly. He said this a couple of days ago. Concerning abortion, this is an issue that's been going on for 52 years. I was able to end it. That gave tremendous negotiating power to the pro-life movement, tremendous negotiating power, because they can't do the things that they used to be able to do. The pro-life was fighting it. We have these groups fighting this thing for so many decades, but it's exactly 52 years as a date in the not-too-distant future, and that's a long time. Listen to this carefully, please, and I'm quoting. Everybody's raising money all the time. Everybody, I don't know, maybe it's some kind of business. I don't know what's going on. He's talking about pro-life organizations like Heartbeat International here in Columbus, pregnancy resource centers across America. Of course they have to raise money because they're not getting government support like Planned Parenthood. Of course they're raising money. And yet he says, I don't know, maybe it's some kind of a business. Mr. Trump, saving lives is not a business. I don't know what he's thinking, I, I honestly. But he is quickly alienating some of his most ardent base. I hope... I doubt it because he just he never does this. I hope he retracts that statement, implying that people raise money to fight for life because it's just a business. They're doing it for the money. I don't know of anybody in the pro-life movement that is doing anything just for the money. Terrible thing to say. I hope he retracts it. Folks, have a great evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.